Welcome to the Best in Class podcast presented by Bill Curry Ford. It's hosted by JoeBucksFan.com draft guru, Sean Sullivan. And Sean has taken a step away from the draft in this podcast and taking a look at free agency in Tampa and all across the NFL. You don't want to miss it. Presented by Bill Curry Ford. And last podcast, if you're not caught up, Sean takes a great look back at the Combine and his unique grading of the Combine position by position. Check it out. It's on JoeBucksFan.com at various podcast platforms, wherever you're listening now. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best in Class with Sean Sullivan coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa with the best assistant in the business, Grace, sitting right next to me. Hi, Grace. Hi. Please uh, follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, all your social media platforms. You guys know them. I hate going through that because I always forget them. You guys know where to go. Obviously, visit Joe Bucks fan. Um, you can hear this on um, Spotify. You guys know where to go. You guys are smart. You're listening to the podcast already. So I have great faith in you that you guys know where to get it. So we have some amazing things going on at Bill Curry Ford right now. We have the obviously your trade's never worth more than it is right now. And then we have the ordering program where um, you can order your car at Bill Curry Ford online. If you go to our website right now, uh, BillCurryFord.com, you can, we have a new build-in tool, which is now on our website right now. You can build the car exactly how you want it, yourself in the privacy of your own home, build it, price it, then it all, and then you can send it to me, and then I'll send it to Ford and book it for you with your name on it. It's that easy and that simple. You can reach me at... Uh, Best in class at BillCurry.com or GThomas at BillCurry.com for grace. And we'll be happy to help you through that process. Also, trades, obviously, with the semiconductor shortage in the in the country, trades are worth at an all-time high. I am purchasing cars right off the street. Even if you don't buy from me, I'm buying from you. So we're kind of turning, I turn into the customer and then I turn into the buyer. So either way, I'm all good. So this podcast, I'm very excited about. This is our free agency podcast. I've gotten lots of text messages. Oh, by the way, thank you for all the reviews I'm receiving. And by the and thank you for the ratings. The ratings are astronomical. Grace gives them to me all, all the time. I'm very humbled and privileged that you guys want to listen to me. I love the articles on Joe Bucks fan. I love the feedback that I get, good and bad. Uh, like I said, it doesn't bother me. I enjoy it. Either way, banter. Um, you can spar with me anytime. I'm always around. I'm at Meat Market in Hyde Park. Yeah, I'm there a lot. You guys can come and see me sitting there drinking a Jay Davies glass of wine and you can come up to me and tell me that uh, you don't like pass rushers like that's happened in the past where I had to stop my dinner to explain to them why I wanted to draft Joe Tryon. So I love that stuff. My wife, not so much. I absolutely love it. So it's fantastic. And then I have really, I think it's breaking news, right? Is it breaking news? It is. That I am now the proud sponsor of an NFL sports team, which I am super excited about. The Tampa Bay Inferno, which is the new female NFL league, sponsored obviously by the National Football League, made up of 36 teams. And Jennifer, who is the owner of the Tampa Bay Inferno, and I have struck a deal. I am now her number one sponsor. Super excited. Amazing women playing this sport. Armed forces also participate, which I absolutely love. And I'm going to be attending the games, which I can't wait to do, but to see professional football, professional rules, female football, it's got to be great. I know it's going to be great. So um, congratulations to Jennifer putting that together. I'm sure the Tampa Bay Inferno will be another winning franchise for Tampa to follow the Bucks, the Lightning, and the Rays. Uh, and now we have the Inferno. So all we're waiting on is my NBA team. That's all I'm waiting on right now. Can't wait to get it. We should have had it in the 90s. Uh, it went to Orlando. But all right, let's get into it. 
So we're going to start with the Buccaneers, and we're, we're going to start with the Lighthouse. The Buccaneers have done a masterful job, and I'm talking about Jason Light. What a masterful job. Obviously bringing Tom Brady back, which was the, the key to this whole thing about being a closer and closing Tom Brady on coming back, which is fantastic. But let's go over some of the other, other signings that they had besides Tom Brady, because it's, it's pretty much a domino effect. And the contracts. So for, for a team that had no money on the salary cap, we seem to have spent well over $100 million. So it's a, however Jason Light does it, he's a magician. He's a great, great GM. Uh, Leonard Fournette, three-year, $21 million deal, $7 million a year. Obviously, Pro Bowl running back can catch and can run. Super important. Playoff Lenny, Super Bowl Lenny. That's a big pickup. Franchising Chris Godwin, then signing him to a three-year, $60 million deal. Coming off of injury, I think that's great for the Bucks. It's great for us. It's interesting, though, again, a three-year contract for him. So three years for Fournette, three years for Godwin. We re-signed uh, Brashard Perryman, who apparently was a first-round draft pick of the Baltimore Ravens, but somehow plays it at a high level only in Tampa. This guy loves it here. It must be the sunshine or our water or our beautiful women. Who knows what it is? But this guy performs extremely well in Tampa, and I'm, I'm grateful to have him back. Aaron Stenny uh, on a one-year deal. Obviously, he was another great find by Jason Light. Guys, we have the best general manager in the NFL at offensive line. And I could say this thing about receivers, but this guy finds offensive linemen off the street that can start. Congratulations to Aaron Stenny. Then we go to one of our rivals, if you can say the Falcons are our rivals. We signed their top receiver, Russell Gage, three-year, again, three-year, $30 million deal. This is a guy that's going from a number one receiver role to a number three receiver role, which I think is amazing for the Bucks. I think we're going to get some terrific play out of Russell Gage. I was very excited. His agent just reached out to me about uh, doing a Ford deal. So very excited about getting back in touch with Russell Gage. Then Jason uh, calls his old buddy Belichick and then uh, goes, you know what? We need a starting Pro Bowl guard and we don't want to give up a lot of money for it. They're like, yeah, sure. Take Shaq Mason. He's only a um, PPF uh, tribe. And you know how I feel about the grades. I think everybody talks about it. But still, um, he's ranked as a top five guard in the NFL. And we just stole him for a fifth-round draft pick. So congratulations to Jason Light on that. We re-signed, again, Ryan Jensen, our center, three years, $39 million. Ryan Jensen, again, three-year deal. I see a lot of threes here. Leonard, Chris, Russell, Carlton Davis signed a three-year deal, which was my next guy. And then we, we have uh, Logan Ryan, who was the captain of the Giants last year on defense. is coming in as a spectacular tackler. I think he's going to shore up a lot of our, our tackling. But getting back, there's a lot of three-year deals here. Could it be that Tom Brady's staying for three years? I mean, that's what I'm gathering from all these three-year deals. Why not one year, two years? Why are they all three-year deals? And you know what? I'm waiting for Gronk to, Gronk's contract to pop up and Sue's contract to pop up because I think both of those guys are returning. Again, we spent a lot of time talking about the Buccaneers, and I will tell you that I, I can't tell you how privileged we are as Bucks fans to be in this window that we're in right now and... We're going to see some great football again, and we're going to win the NFC South again. What a what a dumpster fire the NFC South has become, except for us, right? I mean, the NFC is basically a three-man race between the Packers, the, the Rams, and the Bucks. So we'll see how this goes. Very excited about it. And please reach out at bestinclass at uh, billcurry.com if you want to talk to me more about these uh, Bucks upgrades. But what a fantastic job. And I'm going to tell you, this Russell Gage thing, it's so under the radar, and I'm going to retouch this when we talk about Jacksonville's free agency, but what an under the, under the radar signing, which is just fantastic. So again, kudos to Jason Light. You're doing an amazing job. Bruce Arians is coming back to coach again for another year. That's awesome for us as well. Um, we've got our full coaching staff with Bowles and um, 
back with Byron Leftwich. Which again, if you haven't seen the Byron Leftwich YouTube when he was playing at Marshall and he was playing with a broken uh, leg, where his offensive linemen were carrying him in between passes, it's 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 really amazing to watch, and you can see why he became a coach. All right, so I'm done with the Bucks. Obviously, I do believe they're going to win the Super Bowl. I put out several um, articles on on Joe Bucks fan. One of them, which is coming out very soon, on defensive tackles because I think even though we're going to resign Sue. And Goldston's coming back, um, obviously. I think we're going to uh, still draft a tackle. And this is the tackle draft. Tackle corner, I think we're going to go after both. But uh, we'll see. That's for a different podcast. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. We're going to go in alphabetical order. I'm going to shoot through some of these teams fast. And I'm going to point out some guys that I think are, are big difference makers. But the Arizona Cardinals sold Colt McCoy, you know, career backup. But they did re-sign James Conner to a three-year $21 million deal, which is fantastic for them. You know, he had 15 touchdowns last year. I mean, that's just phenomenal for James Conner. I'm glad that he came back. Bought cancer. Everybody knows his story. He's a terrific story. Zach Ertz re-signed with Arizona for 3 or $31 million. They re-signed uh, Max Williams, Michael Dobbs, uh, Dennis Gargi. These are guys that aren't going to be household names. Ezekiel Turner from the Vikings. They got linebacker Nick Vigil. They re-signed their cornerback Jeff Gladley, Aaron Brewer, and punter Andy Lee. All on one-year deals. So, Really, uh, Arizona hasn't really done much in the free agency other than re-sign a tight end that they traded for in Zach Ertz and re-sign their starting running back and their backup QB. So let's get on to the Falcons. Interestingly enough, they signed Marcus Mariota to a two-year deal. I'm assuming to either compete with their rookie they're going to draft or to start for them as, you know, as a transitional guy. We'll see how that goes. They re-signed Cordell Patterson. They, they signed uh, Damian Williams from the Bears. Colby Gossett, they re-signed as an offensive lineman. They, they really rated the Bears again. Offensive tackle, Joe Wilkinson from the Bears. Bears defensive back, uh, Tease Tabor, Florida Gator, re-signed him. Defensive tackle, Anthony Rush. Giants outside linebacker, Lorenzo Carter. Short, very, very inexpensive deal. Casey Hayward, two-year, $11 million. Isaiah Oliver, cornerback. Here's the thing. Their largest expense was to their kicker, Young Hoku. Whatever, however they pronounce it, I don't know. There's a lot of consonants, no vowels. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, great kicker. Made the Pro Bowl, signed him to a five-year, $25 million deal, basically $5 million a year. Congratulations to that. But everything else I see from the from the Atlanta Falcons right now is total rebuild. This team is 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 going to be in the dumpster. You know, they made a mistake drafting Kyle Pitts last year, not to make this into a, a rookie draft, but they should have drafted their quarterback last year in Justin Fields. He was available at that time, and so was Mac Jones. They could have had either one and ended up getting Kyle Pitts, which I still don't understand, but you have no team and a, and a terrific tight end, so congratulations. And you have a, a starting wide receiver in Calvin Ridley who is now suspended for the whole year for gambling on football. So that's really interesting. Let's go on to the Baltimore Ravens. They basically have done nothing in free agency. They signed The only big signing they had was the Saints' Marcus Williams, five years, $70 million. That's a big pickup because it comes out of the NFC South. I don't like Marcus Williams. Glad he's gone. Glad he's away from the Saints. Let him play in the AFC with the Ravens. Buffalo Bills. Case Keenum re-signed. They, they signed Matt Barkley from the Falcons. They, they signed Duke Johnson. Uh, Jameis Crowder from the Jets. Roger Saffield as an offensive guard from uh, the Titans. Offensive uh, lineman Greg Mintz from the Dolphins. They, they signed O.J. Howard, former Buccaneer. First-round draft pick should have been uh, Dalvin Cook. One year, $3.5 million. The Washington uh, Commanders uh, gave them defensive tackle Tim Settle on a two-year contract. Cardinals. They stole Cardinals defensive tackle Jordan Phillips, uh, Raiders Marcus Lee, and then, of course, the big signing is Von Miller, six years, $120 million. 
and then they signed the cornerback. They re-signed their cornerback to um, Sharia Neal to a three-year, ten point nine million dollar deal. This Von Miller deal, this six six-year, one twenty, that's big money. That's big money for a guy at the end of his career as a pass rusher. But I, I mean, at three years, I think it's boardable after three years. So it's a six-year deal. We'll see how that goes. But I know that they were doing is they were spreading the the salary cap out as far as they can going on a, on a Super Bowl run. We'll see how that works out for them. We'll see how O.J. Howard likes playing in the cold up there. We'll see. Carolina Panthers, speaking of dumpster fires, again, don't know who playing, who's playing quarterback for this team. They're in the NFC South with the Bucs. They signed Deontay Foreman, who had a terrific year for the Tennessee Titans last year to a one-year deal. They signed Rashard Higgins from, from the Browns on a one-year deal. They signed uh, center Bradley Bozeman from the Ravens on a one-year deal. They signed uh, defensive tackle Matt Lodinus uh, on a one-year deal from the Commanders. Raiders linebacker Corey Littleton to a one-year deal. You guys see anything right now? Those are all one-year deals for the Panthers. I'm not quite sure what they're doing. I think this is a rebuild again for the Panthers, and I and I think they're just not seeing it. I don't think they understand it. They they re-signed Dante Jackson, which was a first-round draft pick out of LSU, to a three-year, $35 million deal. They did have a free agent signing where they actually got a safety uh, from the Vikings, Xavier Woods, if you remember, uh, made the Pro Bowls for a couple of years in a row, three years, $15 million. This is at the... He has not been the same player, but he was very, very good at one time. I'm not quite sure if I'm the general manager of the Carolina Panthers. What are all these one-year deals? Are these guys just all fill-ins? What are you guys trying to do? I, I just don't see a path for the Panthers right now. But, again, I hope they stay bad forever. That's just the way it is. They're in our division. Uh, the Bears have, have basically done absolutely nothing in free agency. Um, they signed uh, Aquinas uh, St. Brown from the Packers on a one-year deal. They sign offensive guard Lucas Patrick from the Packers. Justin Jones from the Chargers, who's going to be in, who the Chargers um, dusted because they needed to upgrade and run defense. Really nothing else. The Raiders linebacker Nicholas Moreau, special teams player on a one-year deal. Again, Bears have done nothing. Cincinnati Bengals. This is where it gets really interesting. Super Bowl team, Cincinnati Bengals. Resigned Brandon Allen. Michael Thomas, wide receiver. Not the same Michael Thomas from the Saints. Uh, Trenton Irwin, Stanley Morgan, all resigned. They got Hayden Hurst from the Falcons. You guys know him because he's in our divi- he was in our division now. He's with a bingo. Here's where it gets interesting. Upgrade your offensive line bingles. That's why you lost the Super Bowl. They signed the Cowboys to Lau Collins to a three-year $30 million, $10 million a year. At right tackle, he was, he was an absolutely solid starter at right tackle. What was the worst position was the right tackle, right guard for Cincinnati Bengals last year. They signed Buccaneers offensive guard Alex Kappa to play on the right side. So now you have Lalo Collins, and now you have Alex Kapp on the right side. They signed to a four-year, $4 million deal. Then you went and got the Patriots center and Ted Caracas for three years, $18 million. You basically just did the center, right guard, and right tackle. You just completely redid it. Congratulations to the Bengals. Way to go, man. That's what you do. That's what you do when you want to be successful. They uh, re-signed B.J. Hill to a $10 million a year deal, three-year, $30 million. Re-signed Eli Apple, which to me is puzzling. A one-year, four million-dollar deal, but that's it. They franchise Jesse Bates, who I think is one of the most underrated safeties in the NFL, and I think you saw that uh, in the playoff runs for Cincinnati. He was a he was a superstar. Browns obviously uh, gave away their entire future for Deshaun Watson, who we don't even know if he can play this year. How many games he's going to be suspended? Who knows? But they gave up three number ones, uh, a number two, a number three, and number five, and no players. So. They have their quarterback. I have no idea what they're doing with their other one. I think he's just in limbo right now. They, they signed uh, Jacoby Brissett from the Dolphins as the backup. Amari Cooper, which is the other big acquisition from the, um, from the Cowboys. So you got Deshaun Watson throwing to Amari Cooper. 
They signed uh, the Bears wide receiver kick returner, uh, Jakeem Grant. The reason why I'm mentioning this, I've loved this guy since he's been in the NFL. He is one of the top returners in the NFL. He signed a three-year, $13 million deal. The Bucks never sign these guys. It, it drives me nuts, but it is what it is. These, this is a real return man. Like, I would literally fly to Chicago. We would call David Wink, you know, the, the doctor that's associated with uh, Joe Buck's fan, one of the best doctors in the Tampa Bay area, probably in the state of Florida, get on his jet, fly Jakeem Grant back here, right? And then I will wine and dine him at Meat Market, and we will get this guy signed so we can finally have a punt kick returner. Okay? All right. Now, that's my rant. All right. Moving on next. David Cuckoo, tight end, obviously. Uh, they franchise tagged him. I think that he's he's at a University of Miami. He's going to be... I think he's got a big future ahead of him. I know he's 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 five years in, but I, I really think the best of his career is, is is coming up. And then of course they made this trade. I think yesterday for the Patriots, uh, Chase Winovich. He was a pass rusher out of Michigan. For some reason, he just didn't fit in with with the Patriots. This guy has a lot of pass rush in him. Um, I think the Browns did very well getting Chase. He, they got him for basically a cup of coffee. Let's see how that goes. But that's a guy to look out for. Dallas Cowboys uh, re-signed Malcolm Gallup. You know, they let Amari Cooper go five years, $62 million, which I think was terrific for the Cowboys. As far as signing, they signed Dante Fowler, who, you know, who, who had one good year out of the last six. Um, but you have a chance for him to be something. They franchised Dalton Schultz, who I think is a terrific tight end that people don't talk about. Other than that, they really haven't made a splash. So I'm interested to see what the Cowboys have under their, under their sleeve. Denver Broncos, big trade, obviously. Russell Wilson, three number ones. Or two number ones and number two, I think. I, I have to look it up. It's really unimportant to me. But the, the fact that Russell Wilson is now a Denver Bronco, uh, that's really interesting to me. I think he, he makes him a legitimate uh, contender. Josh Johnson, former Buccaneer, still in the NFL, guys. Josh Gruden guy. I'm sorry, um, John Gruden guy. Uh, Josh Johnson is signed uh, as a backup quarterback. Calvin Anderson, Packers offensive guard Ben Braden. Uh, here's a big one. 49ers defensive tackle DJ Jones, three-year, $30 million, as if the Broncos needed more defensive line depth and help that because that, that defense is phenomenal. And, of course, uh, they signed um, Cowboys outside linebacker Randy Gregory to a five-year, $70 million deal. That's a huge deal to get additional pass rush. The Broncos are going all-in, guys, for a Super Bowl run, and we'll see how it goes. Detroit Lions, again, I, my heart goes out to the Lions every year, again, as a Bucks fan. They're just losers. And I, I feel for them. But I really love this new regime. Their general manager, their new head coach. I really like the direction they're taking. So they re-signed uh, Tim Boyle. I think he had a few starts for them last year as a backup. They went out and got Jaguars' DJ Chark to a one-year $10 million deal. That's something to pay attention to with Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, they re-signed Josh Reynolds, uh, which was a guy already on the roster, two-year, $6 million. Basically stole him for $3 million a year. So your starting receivers are now DJ Chark, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Josh Reynolds. That's a big upgrade from what they had last year, which is really interesting. They also signed Khalif Raymond, which was a re-sign, obviously. They signed away uh, Garrett Griffin away from the Saints. These are all one-year contracts. This is why I love what the general manager is doing. They signed 11 free agents, all to one-year contracts. I'm going to list them real quick. So Evan Brown, Charles Harris, Josh Woods, Alex Anazalone, Sean D. Hamilton, Ravens, uh, Chris Board, Chiefs, cornerback Mike Hughes, Safety, Jalen Elliott, Tracy Walker, and C.J. Moore. So they re-signed a lot of their own free agents and other free agents, but all one-year little deals. One year, $1.5 million. One year, $2.25 million. One, one year, $3.5 million. One year, $825,000. What are they doing? They're setting up their salary cap. So they're, they're basically filling little spots that they can fill right now 
trying to get better, and they're doing it the right way. They're going to grow this team organically, which is the right way. There's no quick fixes to this, guys, unless your name is Tom Brady. The Packers, uh, I really don't want to talk about the Packers' uh, free agency, but they re-signed Aaron Rodgers to almost the entire salary cap. I don't want to hear another word about him. He's the loser, uh, always has been. He's not a team-first guy. He's a me-first guy. If you cared about your team, you wouldn't have signed for $55 million a year and then let your top receiver have to get traded to get his money. You're a loser. Uh, that's really all I got to say about him. That's why you're not a winner. That's why he has the worst playoff record of any Hall of Fame quarterback. This is why I'm not scared of the Packers ever when the Bucks play them because he's a choke artist. He is not a winner. Uh, he is the same crybaby he was when he sat in that draft room at the NFL Combine and had to wait until uh, the Green Bay Packers selected him in the in this bottom half of the first round when he thought he was going to be a top five pick. All right, so that's my little rant on the Packers. So um, Houston Texans signed a bunch of guys. I'm not even going to go through them. Some of these guys, I have no idea who they are, uh, but some of them are, are, are some really great, Jeff. They did sign Jaguars offensive guard A.J. Cant to a two-year, $10 million deal. Now, keep in mind, this is the same offensive line, which was the worst in football. If I was a GM... And I'm trying to upgrade my offensive line. There's a few places I'm not looking. One, high schools, probably. Uh, Another one would be, I I, I don't know, uh, Florida State. I would not look at their offensive line. Maybe another one would be the Jacksonville Jaguars or anywhere Urban Meyer was. Uh, I don't understand that signing, but they they have some good signings. The Texans signed some guys from the Rams, which was really terrific. Okonoko, the linebacker from the Rams. They signed a linebacker from the Lions and Jalen Reeves-Maven. They signed a linebacker from the Jets, Blake Cashman. I mean, I don't know if you see this, but they signed a lot of linebackers. So obviously, Houston's trying to really upgrade what they're doing there. Um, But congratulations to signing a bunch of short-term deals. Very similar to what the Lions did with one-year deals. So they have about... Uh, let's see, one, two, okay, about 11 contracts, all one-year deals. Again, looking for the future. The Colts, obviously with the Matt Ryan trade for a third-round pick. My goodness, what a steal. And then you got two-thirds for, for, for Wentz. Are you kidding? What a great job. Uh, they, uh, Jason Light is executor of the year, in my opinion, uh, right now. But the Colts have done did an amazing job so far. Getting Matt Ryan for that offense, that's going to be fantastic. As far as... Um, and, you know, they traded for Yannick uh, from the Raiders, the defensive end. So that's an interesting trade. But uh, other than that, they haven't really done anything. But really, do they have to? They have a pretty good offensive line. I think you're going to go offensive line in the draft. They have the top running back in the NFL right now. They have Michael Pittman Jr. at wide receiver. They have a tight end. I think they might add a receiver for for Matt Ryan. It's probably going to be Julio Jones. You're probably going to see Julio Jones sign there to play with Matt Ryan again, which is to me is a smart idea. So... Colts are putting something special together. All right. Now we're getting to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars signed uh, the Cardinals, Christian Kirk, four-year, $72 million. Raiders, Zay Jones, three-year, $24 million. Giants, tight end, Evan Engram, one-year, $9 million. Uh, Washington's Brandon Sheriff, three years, $50 million. Jets defensive tackle, Foley Fotakasi, three years, $30 million. Falcons linebacker, Foyer, who knows what his last name is, three-year, $45 million. I wouldn't be signing anybody from the Falcons defense. They're terrible. But anyway, I was talking to a lot of friends about this, and they were like, can you believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars just set, just gave Christian Kirk a four-year, $72 million deal? By the way, the last two receivers that received a contract and free agency similar would be Sammy Watkins for the Kansas City Chiefs, bust. He, did not, he was not terrific there. And Galladay for the Giants, again, bust. So I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to Christian Kirk, but 
free agency, signing them to 70, $80 million deals has just not been, been good uh, business. But let me explain something to you about the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a very solid Super Bowl head coach. They're trying to put pieces together to give their, their second-year quarterback a chance. I, I think you're going to see that they're going to upgrade some of their offensive line. Besides Brandon Sheriff, he gets injured a lot. He's a fantastic player when he's not there. But you And then they franchise Cam Robinson. But you, I, I just don't know how you don't upgrade the offensive line. Urban Meyer should have done it last year. But nobody wants to go to Jacksonville. So when you when you give Christian Kirk seventy two million dollars for a guy that's never had a thousand yard season, and you give Zay Jones a twenty four million dollars, a guy that was the fourth um, the fourth um, string wide receiver on the Raiders last year, you're giving him twenty four million dollars, and you re-sign Laquan Treadwell, and then you let uh, DJ Chalk walk. There's a reason why you have to do this. It's because you're terrible. That you your owner's terrible. The environment has been toxic. You know, with the Urban Meyer, you have a lot of players that absolutely don't want to play in Jacksonville. So, yes, you're overpaying. Christian Kirk, if you look at it, I mean, this guy should have been similar to what Russell Gage signed with the Bucks. I would have rather had Russell Gage than Christian Kirk. And, and Jason Light stole him from, from the Falcons. So, again, I don't blame Jacksonville, right? They can't get players to their team. You're going to overpay by 25 to 35%. My problem with it is it does reset the wide receiver market. You know, when you think about the fact that Christian Kirk's getting paid more than, that I don't know, Godwin. He's getting paid more than, uh, I don't know, Mike Evans. It, th- that, that kind of stuff doesn't make any sense to me. He's making more than DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, it is what it is. But, I, you know, I think you're going to see an improvement in Jacksonville with just a, with a good head coach. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Juju Schuster-Smith is really the only guy that they signed uh, to a one-year $10 million deal. You know, obviously they traded Tyreek Hill uh, to the Miami Dolphins, which was a blockbuster trade. The Kansas City Chiefs right now are, are, are sniffing around Rojo. I think that would um, because they lost Damian Williams. I think Rojo fits in there as a backup. Uh, we'll see how that goes. The Chiefs also upgraded their their safety position with the Texans. Justin Reed, three year, thirty one million dollars. Uh, the Raiders obviously made a big splash with the Devontae Adams trade. That's a big big upgrade for the Raiders. Obviously, they signed uh, the Cardinals Chandler Jones, three year, fifty one million. So between those two upgrades, I had to listen to NFL Network talk about how the Raiders are going to make the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. I don't know how two players are going to change uh, your your run defense and your and your offensive guards play and your cornerback play. I'm not quite sure. But listen, I actually like the Raiders. So now that John Gruden's not there, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, see how they do. But I'm glad Devontae Adams is not in the NFC anymore. So that's good news. Uh, the Chargers, obviously, Cleo Mack, again, not in the NFC. I'm happy about that. They, um, they, they got Cleo Mack. They signed the, the Patriots, J.C. Jackson, five-year, $82 million. So they upgraded. They, they got themselves a star corner, a star pass rusher. The Chargers are, are, are in it to win it. So And they have Justin Herbert. That's really all you need. They re-signed Mike Williams to the big three-year, $60 million deal. That was a big deal. Uh, so congratulations to the Chargers. The Rams, Super Bowl champions, signed Allen Robinson from the Bears, three-year, $46 million. So I, I don't think that uh, Odell Beckham is going back to the Rams, but that, I mean, it's who knows what's going to happen. But Allen Robinson is, is, a, is a really good signing for the Rams. Nothing else on their side. Miami Dolphins obviously acquired Tyreek Hill. That's huge. They stole Raheem Mostert, who had a Pro Bowl running back year two years ago for the 49ers and has had several injuries, but that guy can really play. They stole him for a one-year, $3 million deal. That's just insane. Chase Edmonds they got from the Cardinals as well. They got Cedric Wilson from the Cowboys on a three-year, $22 million deal. So 
what I read today, which was really interesting, Tyreek Hill and Cedric Wilson were two of the top receivers who ran um, slant patterns in the NFL last year. So it looks to me like they're putting together, obviously, and then they drafted um, the receiver last year that set the rookie record with 125 catches which was fantastic. So we'll see how that goes. They got really fast, really quick. Minnesota Vikings, I'm not talking about the Vikings. The New England Patriots, really like always, these little cheap guys like Brian Hoyer, still in the NFL. James White resigned. Trent Brown resigned. They got Mac Wilson from the Browns. They signed a cornerback from the Texans, which I don't understand. In Terrence Mitchell, I think he, Devin McCourty, safety in a one-year deal. So not much for the Patriots, but as you know, they're not usually very big in free agency. The Saints, uh, hope you lose your franchise, burn it down. I can't stand you. I'm not talking about anything that you're doing. Sean Payton is hiding from me right now. He had to leave the NFL because he doesn't he doesn't want to have to face me. Coward. Saints, you suck. There you go. Giants, really, the Giants have really done nothing in free agency whatsoever. Um, they did sign Tyrod Taylor to compete um, with Jones. Quarterback, two-year, $11 million deal, which is nice. Tyrod Taylor is a solid backup quarterback. Other than that, really nothing. New York Jets re-signed Joe Flacco, re-signed Mike White. So they have a, a quarterback room with Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, Mike White, which is not bad. Tevin Coleman re-signed in a one-year deal. Braxton Berrios, a guy that really came on late in the season, became Wilson's favorite. One of, I think, probably second favorite target, two-year, $12 million, which is good. But they went out and got the they got C.J. Uzma from the Bengals, tight end, three-year, $24 million. Getting a veteran, really good tight end for your young quarterback. What a great move by the Jets. They signed Lakin Tomlinson at guard, three or forty million. So they upgraded their guard position. They also signed Dan Feeney, re-signed Dan Feeney uh, for that. They got uh, Seahawks uh, DJ Reed on a three-year, thirty-three million-dollar deal. So they upgraded. They upgraded at, at corner, at guard. They gave him a, a veteran tight end, and they re-signed. I think a very important person in Braxton Berrios. So when they went out and got uh, safety uh, Lamarcus Joyner, when they re-signed him, I thought, okay, I wonder what they're going to do at safety. What did they do? They went out and got Jordan Whitehead. From the Bucks, uh, two-year, fourteen and a half million dollar deal. Congratulations to Jordan Whitehead and getting paid. You deserve it. The guy hits hits harder than a tank. So the, I think the Jets found somebody in him. Um, not talking about the Eagles. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, signed Mitch Trubisky to a two-year, fourteen million dollar deal. To me, it looks like they are definitely going to start him, giving him seven million dollars a year. They signed Dwayne Haskins to a one-year deal. So they, they did a lot of re-signs, but if you look at what the Steelers did overall, they, they really didn't participate, other than Miles Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars, at two years, $16 million, They really didn't participate in free agency besides Mitch Trubisky. So we'll see how that goes. I think Pittsburgh drafts Malik Willis, somebody like that in the draft, and I think it's time for Pittsburgh to do a rebuild. 49ers, not much going on with them besides a few re-signs. They did sign uh, Chivius Ward from cornerback from the Chiefs on a 3 or $40 million deal. Seattle Seahawks, um, another franchise that's starting over. It makes me so happy. I'm not going through any of their free agents because if you sign with Seattle, you're not a good person. So I really don't want to talk about you. Obviously, Tennessee Titans, you know, they had a really great year last year considering all their injuries. They're coming back healthy this year. We'll see how it goes. They did re-sign Harold Landry out of Boston College. He was a pass rusher from um, from four years ago that was a that was like an in-between guy because of his size. Signed five-year, $87 million deals. Congratulations to him. And now we're on to our last team, the Washington Commanders, who went out and got Carson Wentz to be their starter. Um, that's an interesting trade. If you think about it, the Eagles gave up on you. You went to your head coach in the Colts. They gave up on you in one year. And then Washington just says, raises their hand and says, yeah, let me give this guy. Uh, I don't understand it. 
everybody thinks they can fix these guys. Uh, I mean, I do wish Carson wants the best. Maybe he maybe he does give them an upgrade at quarterback, but they still need a quarterback. They re-signed Ken Sims out of Alabama for one year, $3 million. Again, sign a Jacksonville guard, Andrew Norwell, to a two-year, $10 million deal. I, I don't know why you would sign a, a Jacksonville guy, and, and their offensive line was the worst in the NFL. J.D. Um, um, McKissick, two-year, $7 million deal. Other than that, Bobby McLean. I think Washington just said, we got Carson Wentz, we're good. We don't, we don't need anything else, we're good. We got Carson Wentz. So uh, congratulations to the, to the Washington Commanders. Uh, nice name, by the way. So that's my free agency wrap-up. I hope you had fun. We talked about a lot of stuff. I'm going to start breaking down the draft starting next week. We're going to start by position because we got a full month before the draft, so I'm very excited about that. If there's any other breaking news with free agency, I'll be happy to go over it. Please visit us at BillCurryFord.com to see all of our wonderful specials. Build your car online. Send it to us. I'll put it in the system. Get your car here in 12 weeks with a lifetime warranty. Again, I'd like to thank the Tampa Bay Inferno, who, who is a new partner to Bill Curry Ford, which is very exciting. Grace, am I missing anything? Nope. Please follow us at Bill Curry Ford Tampa. Facebook, Instagram. Also, please continue to leave reviews. Grace said I got some really great reviews. Thank you so much. Uh, please keep leaving them on Apple's where I'm getting them. I need some on um, Podbeam. I need some on um, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, there we go. I need some on that, so please do that. Please catch some of my articles on Joe Buck's fan, which I'm very excited about. And if you have any draft questions, if you want to talk draft with me, email me at bestinclass at billcurry.com. I thank all the emails that I get, and I hope you have a great drive home. God bless. <laughs>